Um, again, I want to appreciate you doing the Speak Your Peace podcast. As usual, I am your host, uh, Colleen Slayton. Um, definitely check out the Instagram page at, under, at underscore underscore speak your peace. That is speak your P-E-A-C-E. Um, we have a special guest, an enforcer of the law, um, someone who um, is on that, is, is, is a police officer, um, is familiar with the force and with a lot going on. I definitely want to speak to him in reference to a lot of the things, just to get his perspective as a black male officer. Um, so first, I want to thank you, you know, for joining me. Um, now, one of the first things, you know, I wanted to mention is uh, first, first thing I want to ask is, you know, what what made you want to be uh, a police officer? Um, it was uh, um, a relative of mine that uh-huh. um, they were the only person that I knew that was in law enforcement. Uh, when I went to college, mm-hmm. when I went to college, I didn't know what I was going to major in, didn't know what I was going to do. And law mm-hmm. enforcement, law, law enforcement, once I heard about it, was frowned upon because of um, how I grew up. You know, I grew up, um, it, it's almost uh, in, instilled in, in, in me um, in the area that I grew up, that I grew mm-hmm. up in, that, you know, law enforcement, you know, it's not your friend, law enforcement is bad. That's, that's a job that um, you don't take. Right. Um, it, it wasn't until um, a relative of mine uh, kind of steered me on, on the path because I, um, they told me, hey, just go out do an internship with them. And uh, once I did my internship, it gave me another um, view on how to, you know, look at things differently. Right. Um, Now, do you think uh, since you've become an officer, your view of officers have changed? Yes. Yes. Um, It it certainly has changed because you you get to see, um, you see, you see things from a, a different perspective, but also you, you get to understand more what it is like to be in those shoes. Um, for me, um, it gave me, again, uh, a different insight to see. I, I know what it's like to be, you know, uh, a young black kid, you know, right. growing up in an urban neighborhood. Now I know what it's like to also, you know, have a badge and having to, you know, use uh, my thinking cap and, you know, look at situations in which every officer is not uh, bad. You know, every officer, a lot of officers will hold you accountable. Um, So, yeah, it it definitely gave me a a, a different outlook. Now, when you do have kids one day, um, let's say, you know, you have kids one day and you uh, have a son, um, knowing like, are you going to have that conversation with your son about um, the fear of getting pulled over by a police officer, considering that you you are one? Sad to say, yes. Okay. Um, every everybody is not going to, you know, know that his father's a, a officer, mm-hmm. um, and what they're going to see is a uh, a black kid. And mm-hmm. um, there are ways that 
everybody should conduct themselves when being stopped by an officer. Now, so do do you have um, some officers that you know um, have bad attitudes or may have a bad day some days or um, you know may may be feeling like you know what I have uh, more third uh, authority than you. Yeah, you you have those, but you have those everywhere you go yeah, on every job. Would you say you've ever seen a bad cop, like a person that just doesn't do a, their job well? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Yes, there, there, there are, there are officers that um, may not be um, highly trained right. in certain areas. Right. Uh, what what areas do you think they need to be trained in more, so that way they can do you know do a better job? De-escalation. 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 Okay. Being able to um, think, uh, and I I don't know if that's something that can be trained, um, but you you have to be able to you know use your head while you out here and. Yeah, I, yeah. I, again, yeah. I, I don't know. If that's something that can be taught. Do uh, Do you think it's difficult for police to de-escalate, um, de-escalate situations with people that don't look like them if they've never been around people that look different than them or associated with people that look different than them? Um. Yes, to a certain to a certain extent. Yes. Because um, I think sometimes, you know, you know, people preach like community policing, you know, um, where you pe- you're you policing people that look similar to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, can, I mean, community community policing is great to a certain extent because but but then again, you know, the, the, the world is, you know, there's 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 so many people in the world, there's so many people that you're going to come in contact with. So, right. You know, community community policing is almost like segregating, you mm. know, one part of uh, a district or community to just, you know, having white officers, black officers, Latino officers, and, you know, you're not going to encounter that on an everyday uh, basis. You know, you're, you're going to see different people every day, everywhere you go, especially if you're out here in this, in, in this, uh, in this, in this world in which you go to work every day, you know? Yeah, I get it. Um, you know, I get it. Uh, so when I say um, the names, like, you know, there's a lot going on in the world, as, as you know. When I say, you know, the names, you know, Breonna Taylor, Tamar Rice, um, Trayvon Martin, um, you know, uh, George Floyd, like, what, what comes across your mind when I say those names, being a Black officer? Tragic, tragic, and wanting justice. Wanting want justice in the sense of because that could have been me, it could have been you, mm-hmm. could be somebody that we know, and um, it's a it, it, it becomes difficult 
sometimes just to, you know, to continue to hear, you know, names being brought up, especially them being, you know, black, you know, being black. Do you, do you, um, okay, yeah, I get that. Um, do you, do you understand, like, when you run across people, um, who have a strong dislike for the police because of everything they see, um, do you understand? Do you get it? Like, do you, do you, do you, does it, does it resonate with you? Of course. Of course. The, uh, a person would be naive not to. Mm-hmm. understand the pain and the feelings that a person is going through if they're not screaming at you because there are, there have been incidents I'm sure in their life in which they probably encountered um, a situation where they felt like they were probably treated uh, unfairly. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you, 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 you have to understand it. And if a person doesn't understand it, then something may be wrong with that person. Is it is it tough for you, um, being a black male, having to you know see those things, understand that it could be you or your family or someone you know one day, and still you know go into you know um, you know work and kind of put those emotions and feelings on a back burner? It's it's very difficult. This um, is very difficult. Do they um, promote like mental health? Um, you know, or therapy? Do they promote like you know mental health counseling or therapy counseling? You know, to police officers, is that like something that's uh, readily available? Yes, and it's and, and it's highly recommended because it's a very stressful job, um, in which I've been to see counselors uh, before. But when you're dealing with a high population that can be very stressful, um, you you have to take a mental health day. It's a requirement for any officer. You, that's a must because the only way that you'll be able to stay sane, especially when you're encountering people who may be going through tragic circumstances in life. Mm-hmm. Is there uh, is there ever a reason to shoot an unarmed person like in the back or running away, like? Um, if if a situation gets hostile, whatever the case is, is there ever like a reason to like shoot shoot somebody in the back? No. Okay. Um. So I know. So okay. So I know cops are um, now. Is that now to say that cops are like trained to shoot to kill? Is that is that accurate? That's a tough one. <laughs> I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that cops are trained to sh- shoot to kill. You you have to understand that depending on you, we have to look at the circumstances, right? Um, you you have to understand that when you're when you have a person target or anything you people always say you know shoot him in the leg right shoot him in the you know because that's what we think correct the, the thing is though and this is this is what everybody should look at you know what if that 
uh, the leg is a small target. You know, what if this person has a, a weapon on them and you right. shoot at the leg and you miss? That's that that now becomes a life or death situation for the officer. If you shoot and miss because you're trying to shoot at the leg, and the biggest target on a person is, you know, the the above the hips, you know, the chest area. Well, what do I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 a difficult question there. Mm-hmm. Um, when you see people, you know, rioting and 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 you know protesting. Well, first, you know, um, I'm pretty sure you know, uh, not protesting, but actually like rioting. Um, when you see people rioting and stuff like that, you know, because of verdicts of cases similar to like Breonna Taylor's uh, verdict against you know police officers who killed her. Um, what do you think when you when you see people like rioting? Rioting, what goes through your head? I understand the the, the rioting. The, the rioting is you know people that has been oppressed for too long, and you know wanting to be heard. The thing is, is that once you have those that do not um peacefully protest you you can exercise your rights and mm-hmm. you know but peacefully protesting see i mean i i i understand the rioting and i mm-hmm. understand you being frustrated but use that frustration to go to the to the ballot box use that frustration to make a difference. I don't understand how you make a difference if you're going to tear things up. Mm-hmm. What is um, so when when approaching like when when a cop is approaching, you know, um, a, you know, pulling over a car at a traffic stop. At what means or by what means is a cop, you know, obligated to like pull out their gun when they're um, you know, pulling somebody over for a traffic violation. Because I've seen oh. several situations where the cop approaches the car and already, like, has a hand on their gun or, they, or their gun out. I can't speak for every every officer, but... But, but that's a, not protocol? No. Okay, got you. Um, Do you feel like... Um, like so, when you know, let's say a cop is like, do you, do you think cops feel uh, threatened um, by? So I, I, I guess I got a better question. So the cops that um, you know, the George Floyd situation, everybody saw everything like that. What do you think was going through the cops, you know, head during that situation? Like, or is there anything that you saw from that that uh, maybe a, a person who was a civilian wouldn't wouldn't see or wouldn't readily like look for? Like, did it did it look the same to you, or did it? Or was it something you saw that um, was protocol, wasn't protocol, or like what what did you see? Like, did you see anything that maybe um, a civilian who isn't a cop would have missed? I just wish that the situation would have been, you know, different. Um, mm-hmm. on 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 both on both ends. Um, mm-hmm. I, I believe that the uh, the officer could have de-escalated or tried to de-escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I also this 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 is you know something for me my being you know a black officer that we have to you know and what I mean we I mean black people mm-hmm. have to somehow figure out a way of listening to authority um now not to say that that was that that had happened um with uh the George Floyd incident but um i i believe that uh a lot of african americans have a problem with authority um which makes a situation that maybe a level one go to a level ten. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm sorry I'm getting off track. But with the George no, Floyd incident, incident, um, I don't know what was going through that officer's head. I don't know if he felt intimidated. I don't know if he felt scared. Um, but that situation should have been handled, you know, totally different. It doesn't take a person to die because of a small charge of maybe a counterfeit bill for what they were saying. It, it, it didn't take that, that shit that cost. And, and, what I, and what I, you know, and I agree. What I will say is that, you know, verdicts like the one that just happened with Breonna Taylor's um, mm-hmm. situation, those don't help those situations as far as it people with police all those all those yeah all those do is create a bigger disdain for police officers um and then that disdain doesn't help officers you know coming to you know police civilians or whatever the case is it just it doesn't it doesn't help it um and i think people are pissed off at you know these unarmed people dying but i think it's worse when um justice isn't isn't brought to the people who are accountable and i think that goes to you know a bigger thing when you hear people say you know the the blue code of uh the blue shield of silence or the blue wall of science is that is that something that's ac- that's accurate like is there a blue wall of science uh silence with the police force like does that exist I'll give you a scenario. I'm going to try to put this the best way. If there... I don't... I don't know how to answer that question, to be honest. Um, I I know it's a yes or no, but... um, So that's that's a bit of a difficult question. Um, so okay, so maybe you haven't experienced it, but have you heard the term before? I have, yes, I've I've heard the term. Okay. Um. Now, now with that, um, I think that goes also into the people's disdain for police because a lot of pe- uh police people feel like police officers don't um call out. Um, bad officers and don't hold each other 
uh, officers of the law accountable. Um, and I guess I'm, I'm assuming that's what it's, I have to look into, it, but I'm pretty sure that's what the term has come from again, which also, again, doesn't help that relationship, you know, with officers. Um, but I, have to, I, I would disagree with that one only because there are officers that if you see an officer doing something that is not, you know, policy that are mm-hmm. uh, another officer will report that uh, there are, there are um, um, go ahead sir. so okay so officers report other officers um, and then you get into and then who invest, investigates that internal affairs correct correct and if I'm not mistaken internal affairs is also run by the police force correct yes sir Yes, sir. Okay. So I also I could see you could see why that could that could pose a, a problem to mm-hmm. especially now when everything is about um perspective is really, really big now in twenty in twenty twenty. If something is making headlines or news, people will put it to rest if it's bad news. So you can see how when you know it's if people are investigating themselves, and I mean people as in like a system um or a unit of people are investigating themselves, how it can be um, kind of scrutinized or not scrutinized as if it were someone on the outside coming in. Mm-hmm. It's almost like choosing to put yourself on punishment <laughs> or not choosing to. Right. Um, so I've, you know, and I've, I've heard, you know, I've heard people um, mention that on several occasions and everything. Um, but I don't want to get, uh, I don't want, I, don't, I don't want it to be all like, deep and dark i do want to ask um what would you say is the best thing about being an officer um just feeling as if you know you can there, there, there's there's so many different reasons for me i mean maybe i've affected at least one person maybe i changed the life of one person uh maybe i stopped one person from being murdered Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of different takeaways, you know, with the job being able to, you know, interact with, you know, people who grew up or is growing up the same way that you may have uh, grew up, um, being able to, you know, shine a positive light on, you know, officer that is attempting to do um, policing the best way. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it's, 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 it's so many different different outlooks and takes. Uh, what do you think about police officers working around or near where they live? I wouldn't have a problem. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Um, it gives uh, the people in the community um, a sense uh, uh or like to say, you know, if he can make it, I can too. Um, I would love to see that, you know, especially growing up how I grew up and coming where I'm from, you know, maybe I can change, you know, one person who might be going through a similar situation. Um, Maybe I'll be able to change their life and maybe they'll be able to, you know, probably become an officer and change uh, another life. Now, is that um, I'm is that suggested or is that uh like, like let's say if you are you know living in, in your neighborhood where you work and everything like that, 
like would that be would, is is that an issue or is that like um I guess it could it, be that, a conflict of interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say that. Yeah, it, it could be a conflict of interest because you know you some people not not to say that it happens, but some people can look at it like, hey, you know, if you know this person, will you hold them accountable just like you'll hold anyone else accountable? So mm-hmm. and again, I understand it as well. Oh yeah, I get it. Um I get that. And I get I think it's important for people to see um people successful people in a lot of professions um in their in their neighborhoods because it's hard to be something that you definitely don't see. That's correct. Um I fully I could see where I could be a conflict of interest, but also I think, you know, to be in the community is important too, even if you're not living there. Right. Um again. Would you say now a lot of people, you know, when they speak about police brutality and police um, violence and everything, they say, you know, most cops when they come into, you know, um, into onto the force, they aren't they aren't racist or they aren't um, they for the for the majority they they believe they're good people, and the system itself forces them to go against their own morals and values that they had coming in. I forget, there's a documentary, um, I think it's called The 7-5 or something like that. Um, but it's about a former officer in New York who had got out. He did 12 years in prison. He had got out. And um, I think it's called The 7-5 or The 9-5 or something like that. And basically, he was he talks, it, it goes back to like, I guess the 70s or something, where he was an officer in New York and um you know, came into the precinct and wanted to help people, you know, everything like that, good head on his shoulders. And when he got there, the system and how things were run were completely different against his morals and values of wanting to help people and stuff like that. Like they were like, you know, I, I know you, do, you, you a good person, but we don't do that over here. So he gets wrapped up and I haven't finished watching the documentary, but he gets wrapped up in like taking money and drugs and this and that. And, you know, stuff that should be going, I guess, to evidence or whatever the case is. And they start taking it. And um, in the end, he ends up doing like 12 years in prison. Do you think um, do you think it's the it's it's the, it's the system itself more so than the people? Or do you think it's a combination of both? I think it was probably just that person. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have um, if you don't have a great solid foundation, then and if you don't stand for something, if you have no morals, then it's only a matter of time before somebody bring it out of you. But if you stand for something and you have those morals and you have that integrity, then no matter what looks good, you 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 know this is what you stand on and you're not gonna let anything compromise that. Right. Okay, I can understand that. I got you. I got you. Um What's it like, like joining like the force? Like I hear stories like you know they call people you used to know, old teachers, everything like that. Like is some of that true, or what's what's that process like? Yes, it's a very extensive background um, in which uh, they want to know, um, you know, your friends, uh, teachers. Um, anybody that can give them information 
um, about you to let them know your, your, your character, the type of person that you are, what type of person you were in, you know, elementary, middle school, high school to the, what made you the person that you are now. And if you are a, a great candidate um, to, you know, join the force. What would now, you the, the, the thing is, the, the thing is, everybody goes through trials and tribulations, you know what I'm saying? So don't think that, and I don't want everybody to, don't think that because you're a law enforcement officer that um, a person hasn't made mistakes, uh, a person hasn't, you know, had his or her share of, you know, mischief. Uh, you, you know, you're, you're, you're human. Right. Uh, so every, everybody didn't go to a Catholic school or the best school or, you know, lived a certain way. You know, it was a combination of, you know, everyday people that's just trying to make a difference. Um, a lot of officers, you know, are trying to make a difference. What would you say to a young black male or female who has a um, strong dislike for the police? What would you what would you say to someone like that? I would tell them to talk to one. I'd tell them to talk to one. Get to get to really know um before they judge. Yes, that's the same thing in which it seemed like a lot of people are saying about the officers. The officers we need to the officers need to get to know that person before they prejudge them as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. And I think I think that's a lot, you know, a lot of that is going on walking in because I feel like a lot of these situations is met with hostility, um, not really looking to de-escalate um, just in a proper in a proper way. You know, I feel like and I feel like naturally and I, and I don't think people talk about this enough as a man. Basically, I've seen nothing but police brutality my whole life and um, never really had a strong light for you know, police officers, because I've been in more bad situations than good ones. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all that emotion you put on the back burner, just like you do when you go to work, you put a cap on that and you push that deep down. However, when you, when an officer meets you with hostility and they, and you feel like you're being discriminated against, or, you know, they are, they're rude to you, that cap starts to come off. And people don't talk about that type of PTSD, but any that's PTSD is anything that'll old and from the past that'll change, you know, your current your current state. And that cap starts to come off, and you start to remember Rodney King, you start to remember Breonna Taylor, you start to remember George Floyd, and all that stuff comes rushing back. And when they give you that hostility, it's very hard to put a cap on that and not give that energy straight back. So and it's it's almost as if they come at you they come at you rude or you feel like you're being discriminated against and that's a very dangerous place for a, especially a black man to be because I don't I don't believe all cops abuse their power but I believe some do and if you're in a situation where the, let's say if you're protesting and an officer says you know keep moving and they push you or they are or, or whatever that case is and all that stuff that you know about police officers coming rushing back, now you're in a situation where you, you feel like as a man, outside of our color, outside of your police officer, I'm not, as a man, from man to man, you can get into a situation where you're just not in the mood to be disrespected by anybody. 
and now here you are with this officer and now you feel disrespected and that's a very dangerous place to be because you can lose your life that day you know officer says something to you you say something back and now you're both on 10 and for man to man outside of the whole you're a police officer i'm a civilian now it's just mano y mano and i'm not in the mood to be disrespected and, and as sad as that is again that could cost you to lose um lose 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 your life and i see that and i think i've experienced that with going to protests and stuff like that where you may hear something or see something and you start to feel like and it's just a different type of uh it's it's just a different type of feeling it it just rushes back and you get you know you get tired of it it's it's, it's emotionally draining um to constantly see these things and not see you know reaper repercussions of it but again, and that's just looking at it from a state, a, a point of, you know, definitely talking to officers and everything like that, like me talking to you or whatever the case is. Um, but yeah, that, um, that is something that, again, I know I, that I've experienced and other people have experienced. And then at, from the officer's point of view as well, um, if, again, if you have that stereotype and you haven't interacted with certain people, then now that's going to be a very hostile situation and de-escalation is going to be more difficult. What uh, if, what do you think, who was, who was two questions and then we can kind of wrap up to, who was the honest on for, um, to, 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 to fight against, you know, the police brutality as well as like, um, you know, unarmed men getting killed in some of these verdicts. Like, who was that? Who who was the onus on to kind of correct those things? You you say who's the what? Who's the onus on? Like, whose job is it? Who who whose responsibility is it to, you know, pretty much change um, police brutality as well as some of the verdicts that we see where unarmed men be, and women being killed. And nothing being happened. Who does that responsibility fall on? Is it each individual officer? Is it those specific precincts? Is it higher up? Is it like is it the civilians? Like who does that it's everybody? Is everybody? It's the officer. It's the people. It's city council. Um, it's is is everyone. The defense attorney is is everybody. Um, this is it's not one one single person that can change this it, it, it's going to take a collect a collective effort for everybody to change this i got you um again first you know i want to say thank you uh for even you know having this conversation with me um hopefully m most people have never even had a conversation with an officer um, and most of their views of an officer is kind of skewed um, because of what they see. Um, whether it's the, the, the whether it's officers or the system um, or everything, everything in general. So definitely, I appreciate you coming on a podcast that has conversation with me. Um, hopefully, some people can listen to this and gain some any type of insight from this um, collectively from officers to civilians to people as a general and in, in general um there are things that we all can do better and need to do better and it's not a, a just a black thing it's not just a white thing 
um, it's 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 a thing for for all of us because we all here, we all in this country, um, and again, we need to focus on more so being together and protecting ourselves from the real foes and the people that look to either keep things the way they are um, or or people or or they're just the general you know bad people um, who are committing crimes or whatever the case is mm-hmm. but uh, again I appreciate you having this conversation with me um, again if you if you know you ever you know, ever have questions, definitely feel free to reach out. Um, I thank you, everybody who listened in to the Speak Your Peace podcast. If you have any more questions um, in the future, definitely let me know. Um, we'll monitor how this year plays out. And we, you know, we may have another officer on in the future. Um, again, be sure to follow the page at underscore underscore Speak Your Peace on Instagram. Uh, thank you and we out.